हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट एटीन सॉवरनिटी एंड आवर टॉपिक इज लीगल एंड पॉलिटिकल सॉवरनिटी एज वी सा बोडिन आर्ग्यूड फॉर अ सॉवरन हु मेड लॉज बट वाज नॉट हिमसेल्फ बाउंड बाय दोज लॉज लॉ अकॉर्डिंग टू बोडिन अमाउंटेड टू लिटिल मोर देन the command of the sovereign and subjects were required simply to obey hobbes on the other hand described sovereignty in terms of power rather than authority he defined sovereignty as a monopoly of coercive power and advocated that it is be vested the hands of a single person or body of persons this difference of emphasis on authority and power has led to the development of two distinct notions of sovereignty legal sovereignty and political sovereignty legal sovereignty is based upon the belief that that ultimate and final authority resides in the laws of the state this is de jure sovereignty supreme power defined in terms of legal authority in other words it is based upon the right to require somebody to comply as defined by law by contrast political sovereignty is not in any way based upon a claim to legal authority but is concerned simply about the actual distribution of power that is de facto sovereignty political sovereignty therefore refers to the existence of a supreme political power possessed of the ability to command obedience because it monopolizes coercive force it should be noted that though one can analytically distinguish the two concepts they are closely related in practice the there are reasons to believe that on their own neither constitutes a viable form of sovereignty in a sense sovereignty always involves a claim to exercise legal authority a claim to exercise power by right not merely by virtue of force all substantial claims to sovereignty therefore have a crucial legal dimensions nevertheless law on its own does not always secure compliance there will be always some individuals and groups within a society who will disregard the laws of the state and commit crime the state therefore has to have the ability to secure compliance legal authority has to be underpinned by the exercise of power thus the sovereignty in practice has meant the presence of both legal and political authority now let us discuss characteristics of sovereignty 
Before we proceed to examine the external aspect of sovereignty, it will be useful to list out the characteristics of sovereignty emerging from the conceptions of sovereignty. The key characteristics of sovereignty are explained below. The first one is absoluteness. The sovereign's authority is absolute and unlimited vis-a-vis -vis other associations in a society. It is absolute in sense of not being subject to any restraints, legal or otherwise. Laws and decrees passed by the sovereign are binding on all citizens, social groups and associations such as family, village councils, clubs, trade unions, businesses can establish rules which command authority, but only within the limits defined by law. If the sovereign is subject to either internal or external control of some other authority, that body ceases to be a sovereign. The second one is exclusive. The sovereign power of a, the state is exclusive in the sense that no association is in a position to compete with it. There can be only one sovereign authority in a state which can legally command obedience of its inhabitants. Sovereignty does not accept any rival or parallel authority within the boundary of the state. The third one is permanence. Sovereignty is self-perpetuating. As long as the state exists, it is the supreme form of authority. Despite changes in government, the sovereignty of the state endures. Once sovereignty is lost, the state ceases to exist. The next one is universality. The sovereign state exercises authority over all other indigenous and groups of indigenous within its jurisdiction. No group or person can claim immunity from its jurisdiction as a matter of legal right. The next is inalienability. The sovereignty of the state cannot be alienated. Since sovereignty forms the essential personality of the state, the very act of alienating it from the state would amount to the destruction of the state. As Leiber put it, Sovereignty can no more be alienated than a tree can alienate its rights to sprout or a man can transfer his life or personality to any other without self-destruction. The next one is indivisible. In a state, there can be only one sovereign power. If sovereignty is divided, it implies that more than one state exists. Even if the exercise of sovereign power is shared among the branches of governmental machinery, the supreme authority is indivisible. 
in terms of its pervasive corrosive command over other associations in the society. Agencies of government are mere functionaries of the sovereign. As we noted at the beginning of the unit, the concept of sovereignty has been based in, in two contrasting ways. In the form of internal sovereignty, it refers to the distribution of authority within a state and leads to questions about the need for supreme power and its location within the political system. In the form of external sovereignty, it is related to the role of the state in the international order and to whether or not it is able to operate as an independent and autonomous actor on the world stage. It should be however noted that the two do not describe exclusive sorts of sovereignty, but different aspects of sovereignty that are coexistence and omnipresent. Sovereign authority is exercised within borders, but also by definition with respect to outsiders who accept its independence. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.